No my Heidi my Kitane Hotaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National Wallace Chapman here now. State Highway 2 Tauranga Eastern Link. A crash is blocking westbound lanes just prior to Sandhurst Drive on State Highway 2. Delay your journey or consider an alternative route. History will possibly be written this weekend. South Africa versus All Blacks, the final. And here we are, we've taken two voices from grassroots rugby. Also, are you enjoying the political silence as negotiations happen behind closed doors? Or is it an, e- an eerie silence? Do you want to know more? Parents warned about helping kids buy their first home after a mum loses 50k. The issue of helping children into homes. And the most Hated vegetable polled. Is it broad beans? Well, no, it's not. Well, what could it be then? We'll talk about that later. And why don't we do a snap panel poll? And be honest, who do you think will win? Who do you think will win the Rugby World Cup final? The ABs or South Africa? Just text me AB or SA to 2-1-1. Zero one. I'd love to hear from you. Our panel today, we have Anna Dean, a business strategist in our Wellington studio. Kia ora, Anna. Kia ora, Wallace. Shortly to come, we have uh, Ben Thomas, the lift stuck. So I think he's stuck in the garage somewhere. So hopefully he'll be uh, coming. In fact, uh, as I, let's, let's do it live radio styles. He's coming in. The, the door is open now. And Ben Thomas is here as we speak. I'm just doing some live radio here, Ben. Have a seat. Uh, ben Thomas, kia ora. Welcome to the programme. Kia ora, Wallace. How are you today? I'm okay, the lift's not working. The lift's not working. <laughs> <This is laughs> and it won't be working for quite some time. Welcome to RNZ. I'm, I'm going to ZB. I'm going to a radio station with working lifts. <laughs> Don't do that. Do stay here, Ben. <laughs> All right, lovely to see you. Uh, now, um, Anna Dean, Ben Thomas with us. Let's jump into this mailbag. Okay. Is $300 million plus money, or uh, is $300 million plus money well spent for strengthening and restoring the Wellington Town Hall? So we had more response about this than perhaps any topic this week. Um, Linda Hallinan was on. She said, Bowl it. I totally agree with Linda. These old buildings are over-romanticised. I see water pouring down our roads from broken pipes. Spending money on fixing our broken infrastructure is both completely necessary and a more valid way to spend rates. Linda, on the other hand, someone says, is stuck in the 80s. In the long run, valuing heritage pays for itself when it comes to the success of a city. A uh, city relies on diversity, vitality, and the adaptive reuse and retention of our wonderful heritage buildings. Around the panel on this, um, or Anna, you in Wellington, you first. How do you... Uh, $329 million for uh, strengthening that town hall. Your thoughts? I think um, a space like that is priceless. Whatever it costs, get it done. Um, We need these public spaces more than ever as everybody's kind of increasingly, you know, polarised online. In these online spaces, we need places to bring people together. I've had so many brilliant gigs in that building and um, just, just, yeah, just finish it. Look, the gigs might be great. Kenny Rogers played there, but, (laughs) (laughs) but not $329 million. Actually, um, my friend Tom Honor Gray, who's another commentator, he tweeted something today which I thought was pretty apt. Where he said, you can kind of sum up what's wrong with New Zealand, that 
Barbodega and the King's Arms both got bowled because of noise complaints mm. from new apartment dwellers <laughs> who were much younger in the area than the, the venues were. But we'll pay $330 million to restore the town hall. <laughs> what do you make of that, Anna? Yeah, fair, fair call. Um, but I, I was talking to a friend from Sydney recently, and she was just like, "We got rid of all of those buildings in central Sydney, you know, in the in the eighties and nineties, and you just you just have to keep them. They're also so far through that project to turn around and stop right now would be just embarrassing and stupid." If we lived in Florence, Ben, if you and I were doing a radio <laughs> show in Florence, we wouldn't be having this discussion. Oh, no. Brunelleschi's dome. Uh, that's, uh, you know, that's going to cost $300 million. Why don't we bowl it? If we were in Florence, we'd be like, get rid of that recent nouveau eyesore, (laughs) the town hall, (laughs) because it's getting in the way of real heritage, which, I mean, look, I don't want to be a small-minded sort of, you you know, sound a bit provincial, but... You know, when I, when I was working in government, we had a, a delegation from the English, uh, or the UK government over here, and at a dinner at the Northern Club, one of the worthies there was holding forth about the, the great history of the building and said, oh, it's, it's 110 years old. And the woman opposite and said him, to him said, my house is older than that. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> like... <we're, laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. All right. Well, Ben and Anna uh, on the show, if you just joined us, and uh, I guess the second biggest response was uh, bringing back the school trip. Um, when was the last time you went on a school trip? Where did you go? And gosh, wonderful stories. Kate says, we went to the EMI factory in Petorni. I received a village people record, which I still have. <laughs> <laughs> Beat that for your school trip, Ben Thomas. Um, Fiona, well, she went everywhere. Uh, my school trips included the Peter Pan Ice Cream Factory in Waipukuro, um the uh, uh, Hotama Quarry, and the Feltex Carpet Plant in Dennyburg. <laughs> With us now is Rachel. Welcome to the program, Rachel. Hello, Wallace. Oh, lovely to have you on. Okay. What was your school trip that you can always remember? Well, um, my school trip scarred me forever, to be honest. It was to the Wilson Funeral Home in Wellington. (laughs) (laughs) And um, and we we were taken in and we were shown the various coffins and types of coffins, caskets. And then we were taken into the embalming room. (laughs) And honestly, it was... um, So there was a steel bench that tilted... And um, with drains, built-in drains on either side, and and steel buckets at the end of each drain, <laughs> and I've never forgotten it. And I, I just, it's just, it was horrific from my point of view. I was about twelve. I, we're we're kind of stunned here. I know. Ben's at the other end of the room, just go, what on earth? Yeah, and this is this is religious instruction at Raroa Intermediate School, and I was in Form One or Form Two, and that was their idea of sort of um, I don't know, like uh, helping us cope with death or something, but it had the opposite effect. <laughs> process. Well, was it, was it a religious school or? No, no, it's just a, a normal co-ed intermediate, but we had religious instructions back in the day. <laughs> what kind of speechless at you, Rachel? There's no, there's nowhere to take that. That's just extraordinary, Anna. Absolutely. How many years ago was this? 
Well, it was in the 70s, the Mm mid-70s. I worked out it would have been about 1975. Okay, and so you clearly still remember it. Oh, and I'm sure every kid in the class or the group would clearly remember it as well. Well, times have changed, uh, needless to say. So no one can beat that. But Rachel, thank you for listening. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, there you go. So um, that's interesting, isn't it? It's that's quite. I mean, can you recall a school trip, Ben? I, I recall having had school trips when yeah. I was in primary school. I don't. I, I think they seem to, aside from the, <laughs> the funeral home, they they seem to fall into two distinct camps. Right, one of which is. Um, sort of basically a kind of treat outing where you go somewhere where there's nice food, you know, you get the right. ice cream factory. I think I think we went somewhere where we had chocolate milk. Yeah. Um, and the other one is this kind of sort of North Korean tourism model where you go and see heavy industry and <laughs> the glories of the factory and the smokestacks. Skultex. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Anna? I was very lucky. In the 90s, I had a fantastic history teacher that um, Mrs. McLaren, her name was, and she took us to Party Haka. So that is a school trip I never forgot from um, Nelson College for Girls. Yeah, very grateful for that. Very good indeed. Uh, Now, um, lots of other responses too. Um, When you split up with someone, um, we talked about that. Uh, Some respondents assumed their KiwiSaver contributions were not part of the relationship property asset pool, but they are. Um, someone says, uh, Wallace, if I'm at home looking after the children while my partner is working and accruing, accruing KiwiSaver, of course I'm entitled to half. We are a team working together to raise a family and earn income and save for our future, says Susan. Now, by the way, if you have just joined us, we're doing a snap panel poll this afternoon on um, hand on heart and be really honest, simple question. Who's going to win uh, on uh, Sunday morning? Is it the ABs or SA, uh, uh, South Africa? So just text me to 2101, SA or AB, and I would uh, love to hear from you. Let's just have a look now. SA, AB, 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 SA, AB. <laughs> A B S A S A. Uh, we'll have those results at four forty-five. It's time for I've been thinking, Anadine. What's your IBT? Take it away. Oh, it's funny. I've been I've been travelling a lot for work recently, and um, I'm based in the South Island these days after twenty years of of, of living in Wellington. And the one thing I've realised is people in the South Island, and I'm just wondering why this is. Don't ask me. In the first kind of couple of questions, really, you know, when you meet someone socially for the first time, they don't ask me what I do for work. And I've been wondering about this because I'm just like, is it because they presume I'm not working or I'm a stay-at-home mum or they're not interested? Or, you know, when you're in Wellington, it's pretty much a second question you get asked. Oh, so what are you working on at the moment? What and do you do? What mm. do you do? What do you do for a living? And, yeah, I just I just find it quite interesting. I mean, I'm I'm... My suspicion is there's a a bit of sexism thrown in there, or people presume I'm not doing something interesting that they're genuinely interested in. I yeah, I just thought it's 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 been causing me to ponder, and I'm wondering if any listeners have any thoughts out there. But um, I mean, I know the work I do is is a mixed bag, so it's quite hard to put me in a box. But um, yeah, I just I just don't get asked that. 
Um, what do you reckon, but, Ben? But do you get asked uh, either which of the first four ships you came on or which high school you went to? <laughs> which high school um, I went to, yes, definitely. Y- yeah. But I'm, I'm not from Christchurch. I don't live in Christchurch. <laughs> but it, yeah. it, I think it's about how different um, areas, mm. you know, initially I sort of thought, oh, you know, Wellington's a bit more of a status society. But actually, I think it's, I think all sort of communities are sort of a bit status and a bit sort of trying to put you in a box or at least try and figure out where you sit. Mm. And in Christchurch, that's very much sort of what high school did you go to and and what's the family lineage. In Wellington, it's very much, you know, where do you fit in a sort of obscure hierarchy of kind Mm. of principal advisors or senior consultants. (laughs) How relevant are you? Yeah. And, Mm. and, you know, for instance, you know, I was in a small town, about 200 people. And I was at a house party there and I got talking to some young guys who were very, very kind and polite and offered me a Woodstock and 440 mil can. And they said, you know, what do you do? And I sort of said, oh, I'm public relations. And they sort of, you know, had a few goes, <laughs> you know, they're like, it's like media relations. They're like, oh, you're on TV. And I'm like, well, sometimes, but that's not my job. My job's sort of communications. They're like, you fix telephone lines. And I'm like, mm. I mean, the thing is they, they couldn't, you know, because of the, you know, where they lived, what they did, what was relevant to them, you know, they couldn't conceive of what I do being an mm. actual job. They're right. <laughs> you know, they're, you know, they're correct. But, but because of the sort of areas that I work in and the circles that I do, you know, there are all of these Very kind good. of constructed sort of, yeah. Hey, great thoughts, Anna. Let's hope um, people uh, respond to that. All right, a uh, couple of minutes here left. Ben Thomas, I've been thinking. So uh, I, I was trying to think about what I've been thinking about, and uh, there hasn't actually been that much since the election subsided. I've, I've allowed myself to sort of read books and, <laughs> you know, right. listen to full albums. Um, but it, it made me think about, you know, we're very familiar with the sort of 24-7 news cycle, you know, this constant grind for content, always updated websites. Mm. But during, and I'm probably a bit revealing myself as a bit of a middle-aged fogey now, but during the election, I came into contact with stuff I hadn't seen before, like the National Party. TikToks, and then the other parties would have Christopher Luxon speaking, and then underneath somebody chopping up sushi or something. And I was like, well, what's that all about? And then I heard a podcast where some creators in New York were talking about how they'd actually done trials where they would be talking about a, a subject or something, and they made the production really clean, very easy to understand. And then they did one which had lots of background noise and honking cars and moving things in the background. And they said that those ones got better engagement. And they said people are just looking for this density of information for whatever they're looking at, you know, just to kind of keep them stimulated at all times. Very interesting stuff. Ben Thomas and Anna D in this afternoon, our Snap panel poll, and be honest, who will win on Sunday? ABs or South Africa? Text me now. 2101.